0: Welcome back to Primetime KC. On today's episode, we're going to be breaking down NBA free agency and a little bit of trade action as Kevin Durant has asked for a trade out of Brooklyn. We'll see what happens there, but we're going to break that down, talk about what we think might happen. Might get into a little bit of the Royals. The trade deadline is approaching and they seem now as if they are going to sell this deadline instead of hold on to pieces and stay kind of delusional like they have the past few years. And then the USC and UCLA move to the Big Ten. What it means for college football, what it means for the Big Ten, uh, and also obviously what it means for the Pac-12 losing two heavyweights. Uh, but let's go ahead and just start with NBA free agency. And I just want to go ahead and ask you guys, what was your favorite move that you've seen just from any team? What's the move that you think was the best move in the league so far? This free Malik
1: agency? Monk, two years, nineteen million to the Sacramento Kings.
0: I knew Josh was gonna find a way to make it about the Kings too. Alright, John Walls. No. Um
2: you know, it's a good question, but I feel like it's kinda of hard to answer given the situation we're in right now. I think the one thing that is very interesting is the Gobert situation. Yeah. What is going on in Utah?
0: Um, <laughs> Brian Windhorst.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just you're just thinking, what's going on in, in Utah? Utah? But yeah. no, I mean uh, Okay. This is an interesting one though. I I I don't really know how to feel about it because on one hand it seems very weird as far as like the makeup of the Timberwolves but on yeah. the other it's kind of like all right, interesting. I don't know. It's weird. My, my say, legit
1: one Yeah, go ahead. My legit free agent signing, it's it's an underrated one. It's a, it's a more risky one, but I feel like it has good potential for value. Yours Nurkic four your 70 million
0: and did he resign or where did where'd he go yeah, yeah he resigned that's with what the I trouble thought. he resigned yeah i
1: think that that could end up being a good deal he if he stays gave healthy
0: also uh Anthony simmons like 100 million 100 four million years. for 4 years so, yeah i mean it looks like they're you know there was a thought that maybe brooklyn would just blow it up but i guess they're going to try one more time to build around lillard not sure how that's <laughs> gonna, not sure how that's going to work out uh, don't know why they traded McCollum, if that was their idea We'll see, though. Um, Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the Rudy Gobert deal because I really do like that for the Jazz. Uh, But I'd say if you're just talking about signings, I thought Lonnie Walker going to the Lakers was at least, like, a decent signing for them. That's really all that they've been able to do. I thought, getting John Wall going to the Clippers has potential to be good if it doesn't work out. No harm, no foul, really. Uh, I do actually like the Malik Monk deal to Sacramento. I can say that. You can't. I actually do like that deal. Two years, nineteen million. Young guy, still great scorer. I think the 24. Kings, I think the Kings have actually Fox. had a really good off season so far, uh, other than Hell's drafting Keegan hand. Murray, which I wouldn't have done. But I, I,
2: I thought Keegan Murray was a fine pick. Come
0: hey, on. I
1: just want to let you know, Keegan Murray in the summer league, summer league debut, twenty six points, eight assists.
0: Hey, Who cares? I mean, look. Lonzo summer league MVP. I don't think yeah. Look at him now.
1: He he has a max in Chicago. I don't think that Keegan Murray is a
0: scrub by any means. I don't think Keegan Murray is a scrub. It just wouldn't have been the pick I made. But that's what I told
1: people as a Kings fan. I said Keegan Murray is one of the most pro-ready prospects in this draft, but his ceiling is not very high.
0: We'll see. He's a scorer. He doesn't really. I was gonna say. I know.
1: I really hasn't been able to get my take on the draft. I had Paulo going number one. I would like to take that dub. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I had mean, the top three right. I had top five right.
0: Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I thought, I don't really know. Brunson, I think, is a little bit of an overpay for the Knicks. It just, like, yeah, Jalen Brunson's like very, like, he's a very solid player. He's a, you know, starting caliber point guard in this league. Is he $110 million? Is he your big free agent splash? I don't think that... Personally, I don't think he really moves the needle, and I don't think Vegas does either, because the Knicks championship odds did not move at all when he signed. So I really just don't think. Yeah, I the mean, one signing to me that didn't make
1: sense was Bradley Beal. I don't know why the. Oh, Wolves I know you're... a
0: signing you didn't think made sense. Oh yeah, we all know no. the signing that you thought didn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> I don't know what signing you're talking about. Oh, it. it, oh, it oh, might yes. be Orleans. Oh, 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 we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But Bradley it might Beal, be a guy in
0: New Orleans.
1: Bradley, yeah, Bradley Beal, five years, $251 million. But, yet, I just smacked myself in the head. But, anyway, but, yet, you're not going to be winning. I don't know why you'd waste all that money. There's no reason to make other teams spend the money. Trade him, I think, is the most reasonable thing to do as a
0: and, uh, yeah, Wizards front office. And player. you weren't here last week, but we were talking about how, before he signed this, that he was leaning towards going back to Washington. And I was saying, I love Bradley Beal. I think he's a great player. Is he a max player? In my opinion, no. You're never going to win a championship with Bradley Beal as your number one option. And the Wizards aren't anywhere close to competing right now. So I didn't understand it from a Wizards standpoint. And from a Bradley Beal standpoint, I don't want to hear anymore how like they people feel bad for him for being on a bad team and that like they wish he could go to a team that could win. Because clearly he doesn't value that. He clearly is fine with just getting the bag and losing, which is fine. I would have taken the 251 million as well. There's no there's no there's no shame in that, but I just don't want to hear excuses this year being like, "Oh, you know, he doesn't have any help." Well, he kind of chose not to have help. But again, I don't blame him for taking it. He got a bag, good for him. The Wizards, if I'm the Wizards, I would have signed and traded them. That's what we talked about last week, but I mean, I don't know. Wizards aren't the brightest front office. Well, I mean, if he wanted to come back too, yeah. Look, I mean, a lot of times you just have to you have to
2: keep the seats full, right? Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> sometimes that's out. the bar for
0: your team. I don't like, know who else was even on the Wizards. So, I mean, that I, I guess they kind of had to do something. But yeah, yeah. I mean, had they gotten rid of him, they would have been. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> Not, about that's necessarily a bad thing. But... Yeah, no. Let's talk about the Gobert trade now, because I think that was the biggest move that was made so far in free agency slash trades. Um, wow. I mean, the the haul that they got for Rudy Gobert was astonishing. Four unprotected draft picks, a 2029 top five protected pick, and five players, including Patrick Beverly. Like, what? That is an insane haul for a guy of Rudy Gobert's in caliber. In fairness,
2: the... The draft picks are the real value there because oh, the players are.
0: are mostly salary salary players. match, yeah, but still, f- holy hell, you're getting five first round draft picks. in all honesty, all five of those will probably be yours. A top five protection, like that's very there's a very off chance that that one isn't yours. So honestly, you're probably gonna get five draft picks for Rudy Gobert. again, though, we talk about it. it's confusing what is Utah doing because you would think, If they do this and they're going to start accumulating all these draft picks, they would just blow it up completely. But what you're hearing from that side still is that they want to build a team around Donovan Mitchell still. And I just don't see how the timeline matches now once you've done this. You've gone to an Oklahoma City Thunder approach with these picks. I I don't understand anymore the philosophy there. Like, If you were really wanting to still compete, why didn't you flip Gobert for another all-star caliber player?
2: I mean, in fairness, the Thunder... Kind of kept competing after they did the main trade that got them all their draft picks, right? I yeah, mean, they
0: competed for a year, yeah.
2: I, on one hand, I just have to feel like that it really wasn't gonna go ahead and work out with Gobert and Mitchell to begin with. Like, it yeah. seems like that has always been just not gonna be enough. You know, it's hard to throw Donovan Mitchell out as well, so I'm not really in a position to criticize them for that because. At the end of the day, like Rudy Gobert, a lot of people think he's overrated, a lot of people think he's underrated, but five first round picks for him is uh I think that's that's pretty valuable. Even if you end up trading those picks away for somebody else, you can literally exchange that for a better star. Um Yeah.
0: yeah I I, get that. I feel like that's pretty good. And if they do want to flip in, they got a first-round pick for Roy, Royce O'Neal. They traded – that was the whole win horse. <laughs> yeah, steal. that was the one, when one win about, horse. That's what a got going. horse going. So they got six first-round picks so far this offseason. I just like, if you truthfully still want to build a team around Donovan, I feel like you just have to flip those picks at this point. Those picks are so far down the line. We're talking about the last picks in 2029 that – I feel like you just have to flip at least a few of them and bring in another star because Donovan's going to want out pretty soon. I mean, I'm not saying go and like you said, I don't think O'Bear and Donovan work together. I don't really think they got along that much, but that doesn't mean you just get rid of an all-star caliber player without bringing one in. So I, it, I'm going to be interested to see what they do. No, I'm going to be interested to see but- what Donovan wants. The
2: Yeah, it, it the whole thing boils down to what Donovan wants, right? Because he's still young. If they can keep him around, then this kind of sets them up for being good eventually. And honestly, the whether it means that they have to trade for a star later down the road or get something out of those picks in the actual draft, um, I don't think it's a terrible business model to build around him, but you're right. I mean, he very well could decide, I want out of here. Um, and wouldn't be tempted by things like the Supermax.
0: Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of we'll reports, but yeah, you know, there's been a ton of reports that he doesn't want to play in Utah or that he's not really. Like, yeah, and who the hell does really want yeah. to play in Utah? To be fair, like <laughs> he's probably like he. I get, he'd want to be a Nick. He'd want to be a, a Heat. He'd want to be like one of these guys. He wants to go to one of those cities. Like nobody likes living in Utah as an NBA a young NBA player. Utah is not the place you want to be. But we'll see. I mean, I think it just matters, like, how long can Utah keep him happy before they bring in another player to, like, be his co-pilot on this team because eventually yeah. he's going to get sick of being the only guy. We'll just have to wait and yeah. see. But it also kind of – transitioning, it kind of messed up the trade market because if that's five first-round picks, what the hell is Kevin <laughs> Durant? And, you know, Kevin yeah. the, well,
1: yeah. the And the Nets are saying they only want three first-round picks –
0: I'm. Very... but they also
2: want they also want a young star right isn't yeah. that their other which yeah like who so a young willing... star is worth more than five first round picks because i mean yeah. a young star is better a than Ruby is Gobert. established
0: yeah and yeah like i'm just looking at it and it's like i'm looking at teams and they want a young star right well okay you look at maybe phoenix is deandre ayton good enough to be a young star is that who do
2: who you they... send booker I mean, I know you don't want to they, ask it. I
0: know like, they don't want to do that, but it's, it is it is something you have to question. Booker just signed I mean, if Super you want Max to win a ring,
2: you can say you have enough between Paul Durant and Aiton. Let me and say then, this,
0: though. You get you get three options. So let's say, because Durant obviously wants to go to a team that's at least competitive. You get to get DeAndre Ayton, because that seems like the only... At this moment, that seems like the only guys the Suns are willing to give up. That would m- mean anything. You know what I'm saying? They don't seem like they want to mm-hmm. give up Booker. They don't want to give up, obviously Chris Paul. Uh, so you can have Aiton, you can have Bam Adebayo, or you can have Scotty Barnes. That kind of feels like the trio we're stuck in right now. One of those three, I feel like are well, going to get moved. And it, yeah, well, the problem I that you have you
2: to pick. look at with, well, the problem you have to look at with Bam is that if they trade him, you probably look at the Heat and say they still aren't like. You know, the best team in the, the league. Other problem, Quite
0: problem with Bam is that they can't trade for him with Simmons on the roster. You're not allowed, apparently, and I didn't even know this existed, you're not allowed to have two players on your roster that you traded for that got rookie max deals. It's a weird-ass rule, but you're not. So the, <laughs> only way, the only way that they can do this is if Ben Simmons gets traded, too. Goes, and, so Bam can't Miami. be traded unless that happens to Brooklyn or unless they move in. So there's a whole lot of freaking complications in this. Like that's a stupid ass rule, but it is what it is. Same way with, I think that also prevents Booker from going there as well. Is like, there's, it's just a weird ass deal. It's, it's been a lot of complications. That's why a lot of people are starting to think Toronto is a a place it could go. Yeah. You, you package Fred Van Vliet, um, Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi and Picks. That That's a damn good package. I'm not sure they get a better one.
2: Ooh, Ooh but that's...
0: Okay, that's Kevin a lot of picks. There? Probably
2: not. That That's a lot of picks. Is it? That's at least five. Yes, five. Oh, dude, you're talking about Kevin Durant for Fred VanVleet and OG Ananobi. And Scotty like, Barnes. And Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is one rookie of the year. I know he did, but I still feel like you got to book quite a bit in there. Okay, Maybe I'm underrating Scotty Barnes. Maybe And I'll say but, this.
0: The other thing is Kevin Durant's come out and said he only wants to go to Miami if they have Bam, Lowry, and Butler. And I just don't know that how ain't it, gonna happen. I just don't know how it's possible to retain all three of them and add Kevin Durant. That just doesn't seem very Kevin accurate. Kevin Durant is ring
1: chasing once
0: again. I mean I mean they, he's I mean the, the well, dude doesn't have a okay. competitive bone in his body. He the the two teams he requests to trade to were the one seeds last year. Like Go okay, but come on.
2: What what stars have ever? When was the last time a, like one of that caliber player moved without knowing that the situation they were gonna land in was gonna be good?
0: Because LeBron, LeBron to the Lakers. Le- I mean, when he Le- went LeBron there, LeBron
2: knew AD was coming.
0: No, they were terrible for a year. They the first year they were Dude, terrible. He
2: knew. He knew somebody was coming. Yeah, come but on. Not now. for a
0: year. I mean, do you think okay, Kevin Durant's uh, going to go somewhere and wait is, a year for somebody to how come? How is
2: that all that different? How is it that is all different that different? Mean, because okay.
0: when you're, it wasn't a guarantee they were going to bring in AD. It wasn't a guarantee they were going to get a superstar. It was just they he trusted I'm that just they saying, would. And that this is how the
2: league works now. This is how Kawhi moved. Kawhi literally like refused to move without knowing another deal was going to be done in tandem with his, or that the team already had the infrastructure to take him in. I mean. I don't know. You can't I can't fault him, man. He's thirty-three. You know you have to have a good team to win. I mean I'm not we called it on him the
0: net to go to the Pacers or the Spurs or the no offense, Josh, but the Kings. I'm not asking him to go to a franchise that isn't in championship contention. But Phoenix, they just won sixty plus games. Like I feel like this is gonna be the stain on his legacy. Like maybe you go there and you win. But you've never been the guy anywhere. Like he'd be their best player. But you didn't build that. You weren't a part of that. And that's what he went to Brooklyn for, was to be the guy. He like In Golden State, that was Steph's team. Even if he won the finals MVPs, that was Steph's team, and everyone knew it. And now he goes to Brooklyn to try and win a championship and be looked at as the guy there and look like he created that. And it's a complete catastrophe. It's a complete disaster that really isn't his fault, but it still is. You know, a, a just dumpster fire. I, I don't know. Like I feel like the best spot for him would be Toronto. That you go there, they're they're decent. They're not. They weren't crazy good last year. They're, they're a decent team. And I feel like they have the pieces around him. He could turn them into a championship contender.
2: Maybe maybe
0: it would be difficult with them giving up the guys that we've mentioned. But I don't, I don't know though. I mean, they're, I have seen that the Warriors are interested in bringing him back, and I I would just have to stop watching basketball again. It would be, it'd actually be worse than, it would actually be a better team than it was when he was there the first time, honestly. If they, depending on who they yeah. sent, like, I would assume Wiggins and Poole would be in the deal, but, like, if Wiseman comes back and plays well, Kaminga, Moses Moody, like, it would actually be a better team than it was the first time around. So, I, I they've said Kevin Durant doesn't have interest in that, but apparently the Warriors kind of have interest in it, and that scares me. I really, really, really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. You can miss me with that. It would be a disaster anywhere else. I've seen Boston kind of circulated, but I think they already made their move to get Brogdon.
1: Uh, If the Kings want to trade Fox, Sabonis, and Mitchell and three first-round picks and we get Kevin Durant, I'd be content.
0: But you would have to fucking sell the entire franchise to get Kevin Durant on the Kings. Like,
1: it would be a 10-win team, but still.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, Kevin Durant does not want to go to Sacramento, unfortunately. I think the Kings honestly might have one of the better packages they can make, but he just – he ain't going to Sacramento. Uh, the other guy, though, that's interesting is Kyrie. What, what are you th- What are you guys' thoughts on him? Where do you think he lands? He's going to be a Laker.
1: I guarantee yeah, it.
0: Literally, I'm, like, thinking of him as a Laker. Like, I don't – when I
2: picture him, I see a Lakers uniform on him. Yeah,
1: And he's he'll a Laker. take the pay cut. Think about he'll how much
0: sure. his value has dropped that they're willing to take on Westbrook for him. And I know that they're in a oh. certain situation. I know the Nets are in a, diff- a difficult spot. But think about like Kyrie for Westbrook. Like I know there will be picks or something else attached. But still, you, this situation is so bad for Brooklyn that they're willing to take in Russell Westbrook. I mean... It's, it's so annoying. I can't... But maybe... Can't, maybe man. That seems like the only suitor right now. I've I've advocated for Kyrie to Miami, but I just, again, just don't think Miami has a reasonable trade offer that they could make. Um, I don't know. I've, yeah, I agree with you guys. I think it's Lakers. I've seen Clippers had a little bit of interest, but...
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that I don't happening. know how that works.
0: I, I don't know how that works.
2: No, because the issue that you run in... Okay. Well... Yeah. The the Clippers it's it's not happening. Cuz at the end of the day man with us I think we're not going to be willing to give up enough players and we don't really have picks to give away. We have like a couple. But um I feel like there's too many guys the Clippers have that they're just married to yeah. and a package of Marcus Morris and Luke Kennard isn't going to get <laughs> Kyrie to the Clippers.
0: Oh, I mean if a package of Westbrook and picks is going to do it, I don't know, maybe. Uh, they really does. Maybe. I, think I mean I think they're pretty desperate to move. Truthfully, if that
2: is something that could be
0: done, like, I would be all for it. And this is from
2: someone who hates anti-vaxxers and flat earthers quite a bit. Um, But (laughs) if it means I don't have to watch him and LeBron kick our asses in the playoffs, I'll I'll take him.
0: (laughs) So, yeah,
2: but it's not happening.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't think it'll happen. I think he ends up a Lakers somehow. might take a few days, yep. a few weeks, but I think it does end up happening. There, again, there's, there's just no other place that makes any sense. There's no other team that could, wants to take on Kyrie right now. Uh, and it's not because of his play. Yeah, and the, the Lakers shoot.
2: seem like they want to. The Lakers to, are so. desperate,
0: bro. They have absolutely – that's like their final throw Hail Mary. Cause but I think this is a great move for them. If you can if they swap Westbrook yeah. and who even really cares get- if put picks in like if you is it, yeah, if you get Russell it's Westbrook, it's concerning for me. If you get Russell Westbrook off of your team for literally anybody, it's a great move. This is similar to the Kwame Brown situation with Kobe back in like 08-09 when they brought in Pau Gasol. Like just get him off the team. Just like anybody in place of Russell Westbrook is a plus. I don't care who we're talking about. Literally I, anybody around the league right now, any point guard I would take over Russell Westbrook. Like they aren't maybe as good as him athletically. They may not be able to score as well, but I guarantee you they don't hurt an offense as much as they hurt as much as Westbrook hurt the Lakers offense last year. And I guarantee you they probably shoot better from three. And I mean, how many point guards in this day and age shoot less than thirty percent from three? He's gotta be one of the only ones. Ben Simmons, if you're counting him. But yeah, if you can get rid of Russell Westbrook at all, I don't care what you get in return, actually, it could be cash. Just get him out of town. And I'd be content with that if I'm a Lakers fan. Um, yeah. Right, any other NBA news
2: you guys want to talk about? I just want to say the Pelicans made a good deal for Zion, uh, and yes, they have one of the deal. best, the most incredible talents in the NBA. I was uh, going to say
0: that'll be New Orleans is an interesting spot for potential KD landing. You- and they have the assets to do it. I they mean- got the picks from the AD trade. They've got. I could see them swapping. People forget
2: Brandon Ingram Ingram. is still
0: only like twenty five. That's what I'm saying. You could maybe package Brandon Ingram in there with those picks that you got from the AD deal, the Drew Holiday deal, and then your own picks. I mean, it wouldn't be the craziest, like that. And that would be a place where Kevin Durant could go and be the guy. And you know, he could line up next to Zion and CJ McCollum and then some other young players they have.
1: Tell me, Zion plays twenty games this year.
0: Twenty.
1: Twenty.
0: You think he plays twenty? Yep. You're a generational hater. You know that. You're just like generational- If he
1: okay, if Zion doesn't play this year, or plays less than twenty games this year because of injuries, will you start to think bust?
0: No, I'll think that he's just injury prone. There's a difference. You That's
1: know? still a bust.
0: I mean, okay, it's not like he's okay. Let me but just it, put this in the Like context. a. Oh, I saw it. This guy's a buzz. When he plays, he's insane. He's so insanely good when he plays. Yeah, it's but like, to be good, you have
1: to play the whole time. And if you don't play the whole time, then you're a
0: bust. So, so Michael Porter's a bust. I mean, that's what you're yes, saying. Yes, I admitted it. I admitted it. But he's Michael not. Porter that's what makes no freaking sense. Guys get hurt. It happens. Is Kawhi Leonard? It was, was Clay Thompson a bust for missing two seasons? Was did that no. make him a bust? Did that make him a no. shitty player? Because, because no. He's
1: shown eight years of experience of playing. Zion has shown us one year. Think about
0: Joel Embiid. He missed the first two years of his career. I yeah, guarantee and then you if we could go back in time, you would have called him a bust. How long did it take you would have been be, calling his ass a bust every episode. Oh, no, guarantee it. And he's a freaking superstar. If Zion
1: if Zion turns out to be the next great, I will say I will admit I was wrong. Which, but I'm if he still stays not healthy, wrong. is
0: almost like a guarantee.
1: Exactly. If he point. stays healthy.
0: Okay. Zion. Yeah, I mean, fine. But you, you, you kept calling him a bust. It's like I don't even consider Greg Oden a bust. He was just injury prone. Greg Oden was no, a good player. He, he, people say he's a, he's a bust. I know people do. I'm saying I don't necessarily consider him one completely. He, when he was healthy, that dude could play. And Zion's ten times him. So I mean, you're talking about my Josh take is just that Josh like
2: talks about. Like, he's a doctor that's like, there's no way he can ever be healthy. Like, it's just a foregone conclusion. And I just don't really know where that's coming from, man.
0: Like, there's plenty of players. I mean, I don't know. I feel like he'll be – I think Zion, if he just plays, man, 50 to 70 games a year, man, that's all I need out of him. I don't need all 82. I just need him to be healthy for at least over half the season. And he can, and he dominates the league. He was dropping twenty seven a game at like twenty years old. Like in his first like actual season, it's insane yeah, what this guy can do healthy. Season. He's he's twenty one years old.
1: Like wasn't he supposed to only miss like twenty games last year? But he ended up missing yeah, the whole year. It got year worse you...
0: apparently. That's what that's yeah. What hurts, mm, that.
1: Wonder that's weird.
0: We've seen this before, though. Like, guys with Embiid. He had the same nagging issue for two straight seasons before he could even play. It's happened before. It happens in every sport. Like, remember Keenan Allen? He tore ACL like two years in a row, like very early in his career. He's been fine ever since. Hasn't got hurt since.
1: Exactly, Jackson. But I'm just saying. If this continues, yes. But. Or if this doesn't continue, then yes, he'll. But you're, you're projecting become, he's
0: just like not, like, you're almost saying like it's more likely he's not that he's going to be hurt than he won't be, which I don't agree with. You're acting like yes. it's more likely he misses this entire season almost no. than he plays.
1: No, I'm not saying, but, I'm just saying so was within Wonder 20 or? games.
0: You're, act, you're saying like he's going to gonna play like 10, 20% of the season. Yes. But you have nothing to base that off of, other than just like...
1: I just have a feeling.
0: I could say that for literally any player in and the we're league. Then we're done. <laughs> then we're done. Then we're done. It's just a stupid argument. It's just, you're right. just predicting an injury. Man, right. if
2: Zion gets I hurt. I want me. Zion to be good so
0: bad. All right, yeah, same oh, with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is going to be good this year, I'm telling you. Uh, the NFL's coming up, too. We'll get into that in a few weeks. But... Tony
1: Davis equals bust.
0: Let's go into college football. Because USC and UCLA are headed to the Big Ten. Uh, I don't remember what year they said. Was it twenty-four or twenty-five? But they're headed to the Big Ten.
1: Twenty-four.
0: Headed to the Big Ten, ditching the Pac-12. Also, reports came out today that the Big Twelve is looking to poach up to six teams from the Pac-12. So Pac-12 is not looking too hot right now. What do you guys think of these two guys going to the Big Ten? You think it's a good move? Uh,
1: so I'm a fan.
0: Sorry, I, Josh, you can go ahead
2: if you'd like. No, you good. Oh, I was just going to say the one thing I'd like to say is that a lot of people have responded to this with RIP Big 12. Um and as someone who still follows a Big 12 team, like I think it's quite the opposite actually. Um there's going to be like, three conferences. I mean, you can say there's going to be three, but at the end of the day I think like be four. I think you ACC have a lot of people, around. a lot of teams commit like that are that are let's say that win this this inevitable like super league of sorts, bear with me here comes around. All right. There are teams from the outer rings that obviously are going to want to get into that. And pretty much most of those teams are committed to the big 12. And then you still have all of these PAC 12 refugees, right? I don't think there's enough space to bunch them into three conferences. Um, it, the one thing that could be hilarious is if like Oregon went to the sec as weird as that sounds, Oregon's gonna move. but I don't, I don't think a move like that is out of the cards. Um the one I'm thing really... I saw was
1: USC will eventually one day travel to Rutgers. That is 19 hours. Yeah. need yeah. a plane? <laughs> yep. Not no, no. Not a I was about a say. Us. no fucking. 19 <laughs> well, hours on a plane is like going to You Singapore. think USC
0: is going to ride a bus to Rutgers?
1: But what about the fans? They're not gonna have fans. And the fans,
0: yes. But I was thinking more so as like the players. I'm like, no way they're gonna make the no, players. No, that's go a on... six
1: hour that's a six hour plane ride. I was like,
0: there's no way they're gonna make the players go on a nineteen hour trip to Rutgers. Uh, that's, a, that's uh,
1: still a six hour plane ride.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 lengthier than they've been doing. And that's why I think they're gonna add more West Coast teams to the Big Ten. Uh, I if I first thing that I thought of was they're probably gonna add Utah and Oregon. Or they're gonna go somewhere because Really, the Pac-12 is dead. Like, once USC and UCLA leave, what do they have? Other than, like, Oregon and, like I said, Utah.
2: They have Oregon Arizona's are both. Both Washington somewhat-
0: and Washington State aren't good enough to survive on their own. Oregon State isn't good enough to survive on its own. Arizona and Arizona State have been so laughable at football.
2: But all of them, see, the, and all of them, like, the Washingtons and probably one of the Arizonas scream Big 12 to me, like, yeah, yeah. big time
0: colorado where yeah they end up i mean
2: they used to be big 12 but they, they could come back. I, I honestly
0: think you go to instead of power five it'll it's either going to be power three or power four i think the no acc is falling apart i think, I think acc, alive. Falls apart. ACC if someone unless, can unless the sec poaches duke in north carolina then there's problems if you know but the acc basketball wise can sustain itself they've obviously st- they're Probably the best conference for basketball still. Also, yeah, I, but you gotta I, uh, remember mis-
1: that I even
0: if Out outside of Duke in North Carolina though. The Florida football State, is what Miami, yeah. the conferences. Well, Florida State, like, Miami, Pittsburgh, uh South Carolina, oh, no, South Carolina, never mind. Clemson. Clemson, forgot about them, yeah. Uh yeah, they are still damn good at football. But if Clemson leaves, that that'd be the big dominant. That's what I'm saying.
1: Oh I'm thinking football wise. If Clemson leaves, ACC's done.
0: And I think another I, domino to fall is what conference does Notre Dame join for football? Because they're in I ACC think, for basketball, but they're nothing for football right now. Where they're are
2: not. The, are, are they
0: going to join? I don't think they will. Well, I they, think they're, they're going to have to. Like at this point, you. What? Can't, Why? Because once these super leagues form, you're going to die as an independent. I, I don't see I, it working. I don't think so. Why I not? don't. I.
2: What. Why, why so? Like, they're already living and thriving, just creating their own schedules. And, I mean, like, it's, I don't see why going to three or four primary conferences instead of five is going to actually force their hand into anything.
0: Okay, maybe three or four, but what if it goes down to two? What if it's just Big Ten? And if it
2: goes down to two, then obviously you're talking about something else.
0: But that's, I feel like that's possible. If
2: it goes down to two then you're looking at i mean it goes the, the way team, the big
1: 12's, big 12's in the
0: NFL I point. feel like a big 10 SEC two super leagues is actually a possibility at this
1: I point. I very much disagree on I that. don't think it's is going it? to
0: happen anytime soon or anytime like in the next 10 years but I at this point I would not be surprised if one day we see it Dude, I just think, I think the I'll big 12 is going to be in like a better uh,
1: financial standpoint Without Texas and Oklahoma, but with all these Pac-12 schools and Houston, Cincinnati, BYU, and UCF, I think that you are better off with those schools than just with Texas and Oklahoma. I think that's an unpopular take, uh, but I really see, But it.
2: the problem is, is, you need those like big. You need the big.
1: You, but like, now the Big 12 is going to be able to finally get their Big 12 channel that they've been wanting for years, but they, they haven't the been Big able ten, to get tenor, because of because of, because of Longhorn. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. Big 12 is going to be financially a lot better off without
0: yeah. Texas. I disagree. <sighs> okay, I disagree. Yeah, but, Oklahoma brought in a shit ton of money, too. Oklahoma football, yeah, like you, were, that is like, honestly, Oklahoma football has been the biggest revenue the last 10 years for uh, Big 12 in the conference. They've been the the hot dog. You know, Texas hasn't mattered as much. It, you know, I think the Big 12 isn't going to be as good or as, um, I mean, the TV network will help, it. they're not going to be as profitable without Oklahoma and Texas in football. But I do agree that I think, you know, having their own TV network will not cancel it out, but it'll make it okay. And you add these teams, and they're going to add more. I'm telling you, the Pac-12, they're going to be team. I saw a thing today on Bleach Report that six. The pack, the Big Twelve is looking for six Pac-12 teams potentially. That's a, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if they get them, but you'd think they get a few. And I think the Big Twelve will. I think they are in a better shape than the ACC is, in my opinion. That's a
2: bold one, too. I, I just don't think know about the ACC
0: that. is in a lot of danger of Clemson. I think the ACC is literally hanging on by Clemson. And okay, but
2: you got to remember. I mean, you people said probably said the same thing about the Big Twelve with Oklahoma and Texas.
0: That's fair, but I just, man, I don't know. It, it, I don't think either are, they're, they're clearly a tier below the SEC and Big Ten. Both of them are, but I don't know. I think there's those two are on their own tier. The Pac-12's in the dead tier, and then the SEC and Big Ten are just in their own tier right now. Um, it is interesting, though. I like the move for USC and UCLA because we'll actually get to see New matchups, you know, it's actually going to be fun to watch USC, Michigan, you, you know, UCLA, Wisconsin, just matchups we haven't been able to see. I think it's good for college football that we're not, you know, watching shitty games like I'm not going to miss USC versus Oregon State. I I don't need to see that ever again. Uh, You know, top dogs should be playing top dogs. That's how college football should be. I'm sick of watching Alabama beat up on shitty teams. It's better when you add better teams to conferences. And, and the Big Ten basketball is going to be even better now. UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten for basketball. Holy shit. That conference is already loaded. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be a problem. They're going to have a
2: bunch of tournament
0: teams again, like always. Yeah. So, John, if you could pick, um, other than the teams already coming in, uh, who what would be two teams you would want to poach to bring to the Big 12 <laughs> if it was up to you?
2: I mean, I would love Reason, for the Big reasonably. 12 to try to. Like, I mean, I don't know what, how possible it is because, I mean, I feel like they really would make sense for the Big Ten. But you never know how the finances line up. I'm not in the boardroom. But, yeah, in the event, they're there. But obviously, if not, then one of the Arizona teams, right? I mean, I think those are the the ones that people are looking for. Also, the Washingtons as well have been pretty good. So we'll see how it plays out. But I, I think the Big 12 is going to look very different coming forward oh, here.
0: Yeah. I mean, it has to. No, that's not a, you know, a revolutionary statement or anything like that's, you know. I think it would be, this is probably not going to happen, but uh, if the Cincinnati coach is still there when Cincinnati moves to the Big 12, that'd be a big help for the Big 12. Because that guy is just, I mean, if, if Cincinnati stays the way they and look, they're not going to go undefeated in the Big 12 like they have been in whatever shitty conference they're in right now. But it still would be a good thing for the Big 12, especially uh, what's the dude's name at Iowa State that people like the coach. Campbell, is that his name? He gets a lot of praise. And so, you know, I feel like it would be good for the Big 12. I feel like Big 12 would still have um, a valid, you know, set of teams. They would still have a good enough set of teams. And, of course, and then it comes basketball season, you've got Kansas. So Big 12 will be okay.
1: And Houston. Houston's Houston, good,
0: yeah. And and you add for football, you add they added Boise, right? No, they didn't. They added BYU. Nah,
2: and BYU's not bad at basketball BYU, either.
0: That's who they added. They added BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and who was the fourth?
2: UCF. Uh, yeah. UCF. I forgot about them. Yeah, which is good too. pretty good
0: for football. Football that'll be good. Do they? I don't even know. If, yeah, they do. Oh, have basketball, basketball, they're not bad too. They, they had, had Taco fall. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, they had Taco Fall. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited for it. I I think this has been, look, the Pac-12 had been so disappointing for so long. Every time a Pac-12 team played, you know, made the college football playoff, and this is not talking about the Oregon team that had Mariota. We're talking past that, Washington's, all those teams. It just, it, this is needed. And I also think this is going to help Big Ten recruiting in California. I think it's going to benefit them a lot. And just like, Overall, like, Big Ten teams and, you know, California teams meeting each other in different environments. Like, USC going to, like, snowy Penn State in November, or you've got, you know, Michigan going to, like, 90-degree UCLA in September. It'd just be interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The the one thing that I think is
2: maybe a little bit bad about it is just that one thing that's fun is when – all of the teams are geographically close to each other and that is definitely no longer the case for the Big 10. No. no.
0: But well they they know. are outside of two teams, but yeah. They <laughs> And that's and that's the thing with the SEC though. I mean, the SEC is still all together. Oklahoma's the furthest now. They're the furthest west, I believe. in the yeah. SEC? Yeah. So Yep. SEC's done a good job of keeping it together, but and that's why I think Clemson makes a lot of sense for the SEC, too. They could poach really any ACC team they wanted to because they're all right there. Uh, but and To all of you that say Mizzou were like the first team out when the SEC like has that, to start about That's such thinking a stupid-ass argument. Away, you guys are dumb as hell. Yes, like, it's such an uninformed argument. It is like yeah. are like, oh, Mizzou sucks. Like, bro, since they've joined the SEC – they have been one of we're the like best the, football programs that the SEC has had. We're
1: like
2: the sixth-best team in the conference, record-wise. Like
0: Yeah, and if you take out, and I think I said this last week, or I've said this on the podcast, and if I haven't, then I'll say it now. If you take out their games against Georgia and Bama since they've joined the conference, they're 38-35 and 35 in SEC play since they joined. There's a lot of teams. Vanderbilt
1: are- should be the first one going.
0: I mean, yeah, baseball-wise, they're not going to let them go. And academic-wise, the SEC wants them. But, you know, I... Look, I don't think you need to get rid of anybody. I think the SEC is fine. Just add. Don't subtract. Oh, the SEC is just going to end up being the big dog league before we know it. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's just such a stupid-ass thing where people are like, someone said, like, I saw on Twitter when they announced the KU MU game this year for basketball, someone was like, why do we even, it was KU fan, like, why do we even waste our time playing these guys? And I said, like, that's exactly what we think about football in 24 and 25. And then someone responded with, like, Mizzou's a joke to the SEC like that's not even comparable I'm like bro a joke to the SEC you guys are a joke to the Big 12 like that's an actual (laughs) joke you guys are actually dog shit at least we have been to two SEC championship games won a Cotton Bowl more seasons than not we're in a bowl you know it's just annoying as hell when people try and act like Mizzou football and Mizzou athletics as a whole is just some complete tire fire. Like it has been, yeah. Recently, the basketball program didn't do well, and did the football year team have a pretty down year? Yeah, they did. But it doesn't take and away. Yeah, they always done. blow our bowl yes.
2: but that doesn't but... take
0: away what they've done since they've entered the conference. They've been better than Tennessee since they've entered the conference for the more time. They've been better than Ole Miss for a majority of the time. They've been better than Kentucky for most of the time. They've been better than South Carolina the majority of the time. So it's like, get that nonsense out of here. It Really outside of like the top, top dogs in the SEC that we're never going to beat, Mizzou's been good. It's been a very good program for the most part. And it's, it's trending upwards in both sports right now, you feel like. So I don't understand the people that say that. They're either uninformed or they're just hateful. I don't know what it is. And trust me, as a Mizzou fan... I talk my proper shit on the program. There's plenty of shit to dish out, but I know whenever that they've, I know whenever someone's just making shit up. And when you're saying that Mizzou should leave the SEC, Mizzou should be the first one out, you're just talking out of your ass. Um, moving on up. to the Royals, uh, it, is, it is bad. Twenty nine forty nine. We all know that Vinny got called up last week. We did the podcast right as he got called up last week. Uh, his first home run is his first hit. He's been getting on base pretty good, uh, doing a good job there. But let's talk yeah. about some traits. No, pieces. I like
2: him a lot, by the way. Yeah,
0: I think he looks that, good. that he's a,
2: He looks like an intelligent hitter. Like well, he I think, yeah, that is the most he, important thing. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I, I think he's done like, a solid the, job. The other stuff will come.
2: Yeah, yeah. he'll he'll be no,
0: fine. No, I'm I'm confident. He looks he looks yeah. pro. Like he looks like he's been up here for a long time already at the plate. He's really disciplined, and that's been something that's helped he, him so far. Because his average, you just looked at the batting average, it's not too high, obviously. But he's getting on base at a good rate he's walking and he's he's just doing the little things and you can tell give him a few weeks and he's gonna actually i feel like he'll be raking at the best level of anybody on the team and a lot of times when guys come up like their first
2: who knows at least like 50 at bats they can look a little erratic at the plate i think Mm -hmm. that was definitely a thing with bobby witt jr like he did not look great at the start there um that has not been a thing with Pasquantino at all. Like mm-hmm. it's been just regular business for him. So I'm I'm optimistic for what he can do. Um, and maybe he'll be a nice little DH piece,
0: mm-hmm. first base cover as we move forward. Well, yeah, because uh, Prado, you would think, is going to be called up pretty soon with all of these trades that are going to go down. So let's talk about some of these trades. Who's a guy that a hundred percent you know is a hundred percent getting traded? No doubt in your mind. Andrew Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi. <laughs> figured that'd be the answer. What What do you guys? I think? Don't you trade you want to say, him. I we are maybe Taylor. the dumbest
1: franchise ever to be known. He has the sixth best batting average in the AL. He has a very. He's He's good in the outfield. You can get very good prospects in return. We're not winning now. There's no reason to win now. Look. There, in my opinion, the re- the rebuilds pretty much restarted.
0: Yeah, kind of. And
2: trade him before they choose the all stars, so that he's not like our all star, and then we have to like
0: awkwardly do it again. <laughs> he will not be all star.
1: Bobby for the all star.
0: None of our none of our guys will be all star starters. By the way, they've we've cut it down to. Uh, they've yeah. cut it Down now, and Benintendi didn't make the cut, so. You don't have to worry yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I wasn't even talking about just we're <laughs> gonna get the. He the sympathy The all star might be a reserve. Him and
2: Barlow might yeah. be reserves. But no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's probably the one you have to give the sympathy all star to, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, he's the one. He's actually been having like an elite season. Yeah. Um.
0: So he deserves it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about? Benintendi. Oh um, yeah, and then Barlow as well. Definitely have to trade Barlow. I, I think.
2: don't you still have a little bit of control for him like do we have to go
0: now on him no but no this is probably i don't think we do this is probably the best time to do it if i had to guess two years left on his contract after this year um and is barlow ever gonna pitch better than this i don't know and he's 20 something i think he's 28 or 29 maybe even 30 uh so you know i think it's the right time to sell i i understand i feel like it's highly unlikely this happens
1: i don't think we really should i mean if we lose barlow i'm telling you, we're
0: gonna get tremendously worse we're gonna get tremendously worse at the deadline i mean even though that doesn't even feel possible we're going to get tremendously worse you you're trading ben and Dude, i'm fine with it number one overall pick like well john john maybe not and there's a lottery next year i was gonna say there's a lottery you can have the worst record and not get the first pick now uh, but if you do have the worst record, you at least get top three, but still, um, I actually know that that's, that's, that's basketball, isn't it? Um, uh, I don't know actually for the MLB. I take that back. I might be wrong on that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, we're going to be pretty bad. i I'm pretty confident they're going to trade Merrifield this year, this time around. Um, Michael A. Taylor, a guy they have to trade hitting very well this year. Yeah. Very good defender. The thing
2: about him is. They they probably aren't going to get a ton for him, though. That's fine. Just get something. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I But I'm just saying, based on the tendencies of this team, a lot of times this is how it works out. Okay, my other question is, are we, like, eligible to get a pick compensation if Taylor does leave? Because a lot of times, how I do, feel like how you does, can get better value doing that.
0: I don't even know how pick compensation is necessarily, like, given. You know, like, I know yeah. we got it for Hoffman yeah, and I Kane. The- I think guys have to make yeah. a certain amount. That could be it. There's also a deadline okay. for it. Okay. It's kind of like in the NFL where, like, Tyron signed after. There's a deadline, and I believe yeah. the Dick. MLB one... <laughs> I believe the MLB one is in, like, the spring, so I'm not but, sure.
2: like, literally... Sorry, while you have me on this. Like, he did that to do that. Like, he literally, like, farted in our faces. Like... <laughs> that yeah. fucking asshole I'm sorry
0: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah but I don't know I feel like yeah I think they have to get paid a certain amount or something like that because I know when we re-signed Moustakis that at that point there was nobody was gonna we weren't gonna get a comp pick um or maybe it is like the NFL where it's like if it's after the draft or something like that but I don't know to be completely honest but yeah I, I hope they trade Merrifield I hope they trade Benintendi um Taylor as well uh grinky yeah
2: grinky Grinky's must. gotta most. go
0: there's no value in keeping yep. him uh barlow i'd be fine either way to be completely honest i'd be fine if they kept him but if they got yeah. rid of him
1: like,
0: like, like I, I know mean, this is going to sound stupid but we
1: can't trade away you, the whole roster
0: you we can just can't trade away all these guys though and i you can trade away six or seven guys that that we honestly
1: might win 10 more games after we trade away all Good. these. Guys. i'm not even sure it charging. doesn't
0: matter like they're so caught up in, like, not being the worst team in baseball the last few years. They're like, well, at least we aren't the yeah. Orioles. At least we're not at the for, Yeah, reps
2: well, for a lot of
0: trade, these guys. that you trade, trade Maryfield, to that either calls up Michael Massey or Nick Lofton, uh, which would be good either way. Um, you're going to get Prado up if you... E- e- let's think about it. If you um, if you trade Grinky, you get to call a pitcher up. I don't know who it'll be. Maybe Jonathan Bolin. Uh, it could be a plethora of different guys, but... They just add, they give Coar another shot. Coar's well, well, in the majors right now, John.
2: I know he is, he's but he's been still Coar.
0: Out of the bullpen, Coar has actually thrown the ball pretty decently. He's actually had back to back scoreless because outings. Yeah, he's spent
2: time and he spent more time with the minor league pitching coach. Exactly. <laughs> that, exactly. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, I, I give Cal Eldred none of the credit for Brady Singer.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs>
2: he no. literally was like, I don't fucking know how to fix you. I'm going to send you <laughs> off to this guy. Maybe he'll have an idea. And it seems like he did. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll take it. No, yeah, we just, about, like, bring up and start sending pro pitchers.
0: Is the, the longer he's up and the more he's been around Elder, the worse it's about to get. But... Well, hey, at least
2: it hasn't had that effect on Singer just yet. He's been good. Singer's I've done been a happy solid job,
0: and Lynch has been okay. He's—I
2: think he's under four.
0: And he's—Singer's uh, at four three right now, um, but four oh three or four point three. Four point three, uh, but from okay. where he started, mm-hmm. it's definitely gone down. I don't think we have a starter under four, to be honest. Lynch is four point nine five. That's not very good. What's Grinky? Yeah, What's Heasley? I don't think we... Ha- I'll check Heasley next. I'm checking Grinky's at 4.38. Heasley's got to have the lowest one. Jonathan Heasley, who's been pretty good. Uh, uh, also, we could call up Carlos Hernandez again once we trade some of these guys. Um, Heasley's at 4.76. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a single guy under oh four. God. We don't have a single guy under four. That's so embarrassing. That's like...
1: Oh, my God. That's like
0: Dude, almost... That's like awesome. impossibly <laughs> bad. That's like... How is that even, like, allowed... Like, this is atrocious. Uh, and this isn't even the year of the juiced hey, balls. Well, okay, imagine if-, if this was the year of the juiced balls. I don't think we'd have a guy under five. Like, this would be no. This would be impossible to watch if it was the year of the juiced balls. If all
2: of Singer Lynch and Heasley can drop their ERA by one next year, though, then we'll have three guys under four.
0: Ooh, oh, nah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. stupid wishful Let's thinking. See. I'm going to team ERAs because there's no way we're not low. We're 27th.
1: We we, are- did you guys see the stat yesterday
0: for uh, pitchers?
1: Uh, team's ERA after pitchers uh, reach after 80 pitches.
0: Oh, ours has to be like 100.
1: I'm joking. It's 8.64 or something like that. Yeah, we the talked second, about that last The week. second highest is the Orioles at like 6.
0: <sighs> no, we, our team ERA this year is 4.92, which I'm surprised it's that low. <laughs> our That's team, not even
2: as bad as I thought it
0: would our be. Our team ERA on the road is 5. Um, and... Last year, it was 4.64, so it's gone up 0.3 almost. That's that's pretty bad. And at home, it's our ERA is 4.83, and that's in a pitcher's park. So it's, it's pretty bad. The Reds are by far and away the worst. They have a 5.52 team ERA. Just impossible. Oh, laughably Lord. I
2: would want to pull my eyes out. 5.52! Five, five, oh, my God!
0: Yeah, that, that's pretty bad. Not
2: that we're not, that's so terrible. It's, it's
0: pretty bad, and they only have two less wins than us. So, I mean, Dude. you can put it that way. But the thing we were talking about earlier in the season is like, damn, we actually have a nice bullpen. Yeah, that that's also gone up in flames. Our, our bullpen's ERA is 4.72, which is third worst in the MLB. The Reds are the worst at 5.65 in the bullpen. Oh, and they still have only lost two fewer games than us. That's so bad. <laughs> they started three and twenty or something like three and twenty-five or some shit like that. And they're like only two games behind us now. It's it's insane how bad this Royals team is. It's almost like impossible. They I tweeted this out yesterday yesterday on the account. I don't know if any of you saw it. We have blown more five-nothing leads this year than we have ninth inning comebacks.
2: Oh of, my over, god. Any amount of runs.
0: It could be just down one run in the ninth inning. We've blown more five-run leads. We've blown three five-run leads this year. We have zero ninth-inning comebacks. When you Gross. say
2: comeback, dude? Do we just have to tie the game?
0: Just, or do just we send have it to go extras. Ahead? Just send it to extras.
2: <laughs> oh my God, no! We have <laughs>
0: not sent a game to extras in the ninth inning this year. That if that we were down in. Yeah, it, 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 it's no, oh, okay, it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. No,
2: actually. this is this is the whole thing too because. Like, we talk about how, like, baseball, whenever a team's good, it's like, oh, it's more fun when your baseball team is good. It but, like, when your baseball team is bad, it oh, has the exact effect. I mean, like, it is. And every day you think, hey, the Royals play, I'll turn them on. Yeah. And then Amir Garrett walks five guys, and then once he finally throws a strike, it's Doesn't a get meatball. A freaking out. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Like, I I can't handle this. I, I was like, oh, I'll watch. So that I'm not like a fake fan or whatever. Then it's like, no,
0: this team doesn't freaking deserve my attention. They're so bad. And it's like every time they win, I'm like, okay, like not like when they took two or three in Detroit, yeah. and you know, like Pasquantino hit his first home run. Yeah, It's like okay, you know,
2: like and then we were we're up in Houston. I'm like, hey, we're, were five nothing. It I'm like, and then
0: it's like, holy shit! You, you, like that's how bad it is. Though it's like one like one good performance has me feeling so great. And then, like, once they go back to doing what they normally do, I'm like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And this is, I, I've argued this. It is the worst to be bad in baseball. I would much rather be bad in football or basketball because the baseball in season football, is football, you can just so throw the season away and it'll long. be done in a couple months. <laughs> it's yeah. so long and you lose every day and there's nothing else going on. It's just. And if
2: you're bad in football, it's like, hey, the draft's coming. But baseball, it's like, well. I'm going to be shit, and then I'm probably going to be shit again next
0: year. <laughs> and yeah, shit, At least the in the NFL, it's like the guy you take plays next year, and like you make progress normally. No, the MLB, you don't yeah. see that guy for four years. It's like, oh, we're bad yep. this year? Maybe this guy can come up and help us a little bit in the next three years. Like, It's just impossible. And in the case of most of our draft picks, it's like, oh,
2: we got X player. Let's go. Like Asa Lacey. And then it's like, oh, they're getting fucking – beat in the ass and single a
0: like
1: ah ah
0: all right baseball sucks it it does when you're not good it's by far and away the worst sport in the world it when you're good it's probably my second favorite maybe sometimes my favorite but when you're bad like we are it's just it's a miserable summer
2: yep yep it is it is
0: there's really no appeal to it um well, I mean, I don't I don't have anything else content wise for Yeah, I don't have it I don't times. even
2: have a D I don't even have a D forward slash Cal- four of
0: the week. John, you missed or Josh, you missed it. His D four of the league his D four of the week last week was the Supreme Court. I missed you not being here for that. Crickets. Josh.
1: I was gonna say I mean I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't here, actually. Yeah, That's what I'm I gonna think, say. Yeah,
0: every time he every time John says a non uh, sports d4 of the week josh goes oh my god <laughs> i'll always love it too it's funny as hell mine was i would have just mine was seen like, oh, Max- maxwell so neither of us had a sports one josh do you have a d4 to the week
1: uh for the past two weeks or you
0: can pick a new one <laughs> i guess
1: <laughs> i have one but i don't know if i can say it it's a bar in minnesota
0: oh yeah go but- ahead and say it no, I'm not saying it. We're not saying it. But just, just say the bar's name. You don't have to give context. Oh, Moonlight
1: Bay, Moonlight Bay. That's my D four of the week. All
0: right. That's that's had an unfortunate experience. Yeah, you can that. just give it context clues. That's your D four of the week. Um, John, do you have one?
2: I I really don't. Uh, honestly, I'll just go with the Supreme Court again
0: because they <laughs> they did more things. They've the, done Back to things. back. I don't know how many guys yeah. have gotten it back Yo, to back. No,
2: they have they've, they've operated just as hard in the past week as they did the week prior.
0: So they, 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 uh, they also
1: it. I have a trending falling. Okay. Falling, I show speed's house value. That was <laughs> so
0: funny. For those of you that don't uh, know speed yeah. set a firework off in his house on live stream, and the firemen had to come in, and the live stream kept going. Yeah. It was funny. That was funny. I show speed. You don't know you uh, don't huh? know speed?
1: John, go watch I Show Speed's clips that made him famous. John,
0: in another world you are I show speed. Like he there's parts of him that remind me of you. Doesn't sound good given
2: that the first thing I know
0: about him is that he set a firework off inside of his house. Yeah, that was that was so funny. And then the, the fireman like came in, they're like, How did this happen? And he's like, I don't know. It was so funny. <laughs> he set a Pikachu <laughs> firework off in his room and then like started acting surprised when it started like going crazy. He was like, I didn't know it did that. It was so funny. No, and I'll
1: send you the video to watch. You will actually it's die. It's so damn it. funny. Well, you've seen the firework one. I'm going to show you the ones that made him famous. Like, have you heard oh. Cristiano Ronaldo? Suey? Yeah.
0: yeah. He loves Ronaldo. Nope. He hates Messi. Uh, he, he's, oh, a ta- okay. he's a he's a ta- He's a loser. He's a you
1: no, he's a dude that says, Tottenham, ta- ta- something like that.
2: I don't know. All I know is if you like Ronaldo more than Messi, that's like thinking like that's like having a hard on for Kevin Durant and like hating LeBron. Like that's stupid.
0: We'll leave so, it at
1: that. I think that's a perfect way to end off the podcast.
0: Yep, that's fine with me. I didn't have a D four of the week this week, to be honest. I uh, am right. what job? Just make it Make it a mere Garrett because he sucks ass. Actually, I will make a D four of the week. Um, this dude on Twitter named Grant Williams Muse. So, do you guys know Stat Muse? Yeah. Well, players, people have made them for their favorite players, and this dude made one for Grant Williams. I just, it's kind of sad. I, I just.
1: That's <laughs> when you reach another level of no like, life.
0: That is just not okay. Uh, yeah, that's bad. I. Like, that's like us making one for, like, Nicky Lopez. It's like that kind of player. Anyways, we can go ahead and end it there. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you later.